Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal! You're my boy, boo! Yo, Adrian! I A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah! TV. Nice! Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Yeah, welcome to the cave. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Uh, the listeners, the viewers that tune into this interview, uh, they can see you as Tristan on SkyMed, which just premiered mm-hmm. on Paramount Plus a couple of days ago, about a week ago. It's also mm-hmm. available on CBC Canada. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. CBC Canada and CBC Gem app. So uh, what's the feeling so far? I mean, a lot of people are tuning in and they love this show. Um, it's kind of surreal because I typically just live my life as a, a normal person, but um, I guess it does like really warm my heart to know that people are actually really enjoying the show. So that's all I ever wanted uh, when we got into, when we got into filming, it was just, I just want to put on a good show. And I think we've accomplished that. And I'm really proud of it. So uh, before we jump more into the show, I was doing some research on you and uh, you have an interesting uh, life. Grew uh, born (laughs) in Jamaica, grew up in Toronto. Mm -hmm. Acting wasn't always there. You thought about even playing football for a while. Yeah, um, I guess with the acting thing, I kind of always knew I wanted to do it. But uh, coming from uh, an immigrant household, your parents aren't really trying to hear that, you know. So, um, you know, just go to school, get a good education, get like a good paying job, just kind of the normal thing. But uh, I didn't want to be normal, you know. So it took a few, well, most of my life running away from it. But um, I'm glad I took the leap and I'm doing it now. And, uh, and I guess in regards to football, yeah, I played, I was pretty, I was a pretty athletic kid, uh, played basketball mostly, uh, football, started playing football in the 12th grade and um, was athletic enough to get some interest from some Canadian universities to play. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like anyone that's playing, uh, playing football in university or college, there's always that thought in your mind, it's like, oh, maybe I could take this thing pro, you know, but life has a funny way of uh, working things out, but I think I'm happy with pretty much like my original dream, which was to be an actor. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not too sad. How old were you when you like started to like, all right, yeah, I really think I want to get into this. Oh, uh, funny thing. Have you seen that movie? You probably have. Um, you seem like you're on the, like, the same age as me. Um, have you seen Little Rascals? Yes. Like yeah. the Yeah. Yeah. So uh, funny enough, that was the movie that made me want to want to get into acting. I was like, OK, like, look at all these kids like they get to be on set. They're driving go karts. They got a club. <laughs> this is awesome. Right. So that was like the moment uh, I realized this is something I wanted to do because I watched that movie. I don't even know how many times I was able. I memorized all the characters lines. Oh, wow. So so it was that movie that kind of sparked it. And then obviously my parents. They weren't really feeling it, but hey, we're here now. Right. So uh, when you told your parents you're going for it, what was like their reaction at the end? Um, I guess it was a bit of it was a bit mixed, kind of like, oh, are you sure you want to do this? Because uh, I was in the radio field before, and it was like a steady paying job. It wasn't it wasn't great, but you know, mm. I just decided I wanted to take the leap myself so 
but my brothers were supportive, but uh, my parents were just kind of, you know, they're looking out for you. They want to make sure yeah. you're able to take care of yourself and sustain an actual life. But no, I think, I think I'm doing pretty all right right now. So right. Can't complain. what's the reaction now watching you on TV? They must love um, it. Yeah. Like I even got, uh, they love, they, they love the show. They, they love my character. Uh, it's interesting. I even got a few call. What was it? Last week, my grandma called me from Jamaica She's 95 years old. Shout out to Miss Amy. That's how she goes by. Um, and she was just telling me how proud of me she is. And like, even I was doing commercials uh, before I got, I booked SkyMed and like I, some of the commercials were reaching Jamaica and, you know, just, they're just like really proud that um, I'm able to do something that I love. And that's kind of, you know, I'd like to think it's an important job. So yeah. You've worked on some cool projects that I've seen, you know, like you had like a uh, Batwoman, Superman Lois, just to name a few, Riverdale, like, but what's been like your favorite project you've worked on? Would you say it's SkyMed or is there another one that still excites you when you tell people you worked on? Well, so far, uh, well, SkyMed, because it was, well, one not only like my biggest role, but, um, you know, it was just like a great experience just being on set consistently like every single day. But mm -hmm. if we're going to leave SkyMed out of it, just for a second, not for not right. for the rest of the interview. Um, I would have to say uh, Riverdale was awesome, but um, I have to show some love to my Gabby Duran and the Incidables fans. You might not know, uh, I was on a Disney series. Uh, it's on Disney Plus, two seasons out. I originally was supposed to be a waiter, didn't even have a name. Went in there, did my thing. They loved what I did, wrote me into the show. Two seasons later, there we are, so... I have to show some love to Gabby Duran and the Incidables. It was, it was fun because it's a kid's show. I got to get slimed a few times because it's like <laughs> aliens and stuff. So, you know, I got to live my Disney kid fantasy through that show. But I, I assume you will never say no again if you can go back and work on another Disney show. Oh, no, definitely not. <laughs> so, yeah, let's jump into Sky Meta. How were you approached for this? Tell us about your audition. And did you originally go in for Tristan? Uh, yeah. Funny thing is... Um, uh, I don't even know if I should be telling the story this much, but like, I don't know, it's, it's the truth. Um, when I, I, I when I originally auditioned for SkyMed, I was actually spending all day preparing for something else uh, because it, I just had like, it was like a four big like monologues in it. Okay. So I was trying to like absorb it. So I spent all day doing that. And my friend Kareem, Kareem Malcolm, shout out to Kareem. Um, he was helping me tape for it and he had to go home and uh but i then i remember like i guess like the skyman audition was due like a couple days later but he was already there and he lives an hour out so i was like hey like do you think you can help me with this tape and he's like all right i got like half an hour to kill uh like before i need to be where i need to be so i took 10 minutes downloaded all the information the lines and everything and it was something like special about this one because it didn't feel like I had to rack my brain to remember my next word. It just felt natural. Like the writing was good. It was just yeah. one of those moments where like the, the universe aligns. And then I don't think I did more than two takes for each scene and sent it off, felt good about it. Didn't expect to hear anything back. And then literally two weeks later, I get a pin, which is kind of like a hold for like people that don't know. It's like uh, they're, they're, they're considering you, you're, but you're not exactly picked yet. So I was like, all right, you know, this is cool. Like, I'm not going to hold my breath because that's kind of how I operate. I operate kind of on an even keel mindset, mm -hmm. thanks to sports. Um, yeah, so 
And then that week later, there was contract talks. And I was like, okay, this is, uh, <laughs> this is a real thing. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this now. The, the producers, y'all were playing with my emotions, kept pushing back <laughs> when we'd know and when we wouldn't. Like, you know, so like that went on for a while. So when I got the news, um, I was excited. But at the same time, like, it was, it just didn't seem real. Everyone else was like excited for me. Like, and I was just kind of like stoked in that moment. I was, because my emotions were up and down like weeks prior because we, they weren't sure who they were going to go with. And then finally they chose me and the rest is history. I bet it felt real when you were filming those scenes in the cold winter. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Actually, the, the we, a couple of scenes inside of the hangar were a lot colder than the scenes outside for some reason. Well, trapped cold mm. air, I guess, but. Yeah, outside, inside, uh, Winnipeg is an interesting place. The the wasps, yeah, they they play no games out there. So, um, but overall, it was just an amazing experience, and I'm really blessed. And yeah, I just feel privileged and blessed to be a part of such mm-hmm. like a great show. And I'm I just love that everyone is reacting to it the way they're reacting to it. It really really hits home, you know. So when you booked the role, Tristan, how did you? What was the description you were given? To him and uh, how did you prepare to play this role? Well, it wasn't really that hard because I'm not trying to toot my own horn here, but the key description was sunshine on the cloudiest day. And I was like, that's me, like every day of my life. Like, <laughs> that's maybe that's why I felt easy to just kind of uh, deliver in my audition. But uh, that was like one of the, like, the main things that he was a nurse. Um, yeah, the part of the LGBTQ community and, you know, that he's sunshine on the cloudiest day. Like, that's basically who I am as a as a person. Some people may disagree, but all my all the real ones know. So, yeah. What do you think was uh, like the like the ch- most challenging playing this character? Because like I had Thomas on. He's like I had to learn like everything about pilot and stuff like that. Like, what was yours? Did you have to learn a lot of medical terms and everything? Yeah, that was a, that was one of the toughest things to to do. Like, um, like my mom was a nurse, and you know, but she didn't really like talk about work because work is stressful, and there's, right. you know, she it was like a high emergency hospital that she worked at. So um, that's all I really knew. But um, we did get a lot of uh, like medical training, and we had an on-site. Uh, like a medical professional, like paramedic, his name is Steve, what we call him medical Steve. Shout out to him because there are some days where like, you know, you, you've never done it before. You don't know what you're doing, but he was there to kind of help me, not kind of, but actually help me give as like real of a performance as I possibly can doing some of these medical procedures, not just me with like mm-hmm. Natasha and Morgan as well. And, yeah. and, uh, and uh, Rebecca, AKA Emma, you know, so yeah, it was, it was it was a bit like of a learning curve, but once you get into it, it becomes a lot easier. So yeah. So uh, I also I was told that you guys got together even before you started filming. And did you guys live together or something? You were close with each other for a while before you started filming. Yeah, we lived in the same condo building. Okay. Um, you know, it was like the height of COVID. It's probably like best, yeah. and it's probably easier to pick everyone up uh, to. Uh, you know, drive to set or like location and whatnot. And, you know, we just like throughout the whole season, we just hang, hung out with each other at everyone's apartments. We play like board games, you know, just kind of have that family environment, family atmosphere that like, um, you know, portrays on the show. 
So, you know, um, yeah, it was an interesting experience, but, uh, you know, it's kind of like being somewhat isolated, but once things start mm-hmm. to calm down a little bit with the restrictions, yeah. it, uh, it was a little bit easier, but it wasn't that bad that we had because we had such like a, just like a great group of people to be around all the time. So it, it, was, it was a lot easier. You mentioned the cast. Uh, how was it like working with them now? And then, you know, the chemistry between you on set. Um, it's honestly, it's like seamless. It just feels like uh, everyone's kind of like my brothers and, and my sisters. Like I don't have any sisters like in my real life, but uh, it was nice to kind of connect with all, all the, the, the amazing women on the show too. And, you know, just learn about them and like learn about their career struggles. And we kind of, share a lot of similarities and you know because this is not an easy business to break into you get a lot of no's so we kind of all like bonded over our our perseverance and our I guess determination and stick-to-itiveness when it comes to uh, being an actor so you know it was and it portrayed well on screen too because you know we just it just seemed like all right these people are very familiar with each other They're, they're comfortable to walk around down near naked. And I'm not saying that we did that off camera, just, you know, <laughs> uh, just, just on camera, you know, like stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, just like a nice, comfortable environment. So, and I hope that uh, portrayed well on screen because that's what it was off and on camera. Mind you again, more PG really? off camera. <laughs> if we see a season two, is there somebody mm-hmm. that you didn't have that many scenes with that you hope for to have more scenes with the next uh, season? Uh, somebody that didn't have enough scenes with that I hope. I would say I'd love to have a couple more scenes with Rebecca. Um, I think I've only had one scene, like, uh, well, no, I've had a couple scenes, but, like, scenes that we're actually, like, interacting with each other. Mm. Um, more with Ace. Uh, he plays Bodhi. Um, and another, and I'd like a few more scenes uh, with Brayden. Because I never really got to work with him. Uh, Braden Clark, he plays Jeremy on the show, aka um, Nurse Crystal's old flame. But yeah, we'll 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 see. Hopefully, uh, Tristan gets more of like uh, interaction with everyone, and also uh, my good friend Pranit as well. Mm. Yeah, I've only had what, one scene with him. Yeah. What's been your favorite Tristan scene that sticks out the most from the season? Ah, oh, my favorite. That's a tough one. Um, I would have to say the moment where uh, in, in episode five, I saved Delmont from committing suicide. And it was just kind of, not that I really like dealt with that kind of stuff in my own personal life, but um, it was just an interesting moment to, because, you know, art imitates life. And even though we're just on camera, there's like a, there's a harness, everything's like safe but just trying to be in the realness of that moment of somebody is ready to take their life. And then you're right there to be like a helping hand to guide them back to mm-hmm. convince them that it's life is worth living. So that was like a very like powerful moment for me. And then um, I guess in what Tristan's character, he's dealing with loss as well. So just the parallels of that and the emotions uh, I, I can't describe it, but it was a very, Episode five overall was a very, um, very powerful episode for me. And it's, it's hard to pinpoint one moment, but uh, I guess when I say Delmont from committing suicide, that would, 
that would be one of the first ones that stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, everybody loves like the medical drama type of TV shows. Like, uh, what's been like the reaction for like now from your friends or the family or even fans? Have you know, you, I'm sure you got hit with some DMs on social media about the show. Like, uh, what's been the reaction? Oh, it's been great. I've, um, I've actually like, well, I don't want to even say surprisingly, but everyone's been like really respectful and showing lots of support. Like, uh, I don't want to even call them random fans, but like just like lovers of SkyMed. They hit me up, uh, tell me how much they like my performance and how much they love the show. Can't wait for season two. But one of the main things is everyone was saying, when is season two coming out? Are you guys filming it? So like, that's kind of what you want to hear, right? It's like, okay, you worked hard for this amount of months, for uh, five, six months, putting on uh, a not easy show to make. Right. But, uh, you know, you got planes and like medical stuff and you got to cooperate with the weather and all these different factors uh, kind of like pitted against you. But you still managed to put out a banger of a show and people want more. That's like the best feeling. So I love that response. Yeah. Awesome. So SkyMed, Paramount Plus, and like mentioned CBC, CBC Gem. What's mm. next for you now? Any other projects that you're allowed to tell us about that you got coming out or you? About to work got a, on or got a couple things in the works, but uh I can't really speak on those yet until documents are released. <laughs> right. But uh, you know, just stay tuned. Stay tuned. Uh speaking of stay tuned, how can the listeners of viewers uh find you on social media? Okay, you can find me at Keon St. Michael Clark on Instagram, and it's K-H-E-O-N-S-T-M-I-C-H-A-E-L. C-L-A-R-K-E, all one word, all no spaces. You can find me on there. You know, shoot me a DM, comment on a picture or something. Let me know how you thought about SkyMed or maybe anything else I've been in. If you're a fan of Riverdale, Gabby Duran, Ben Helsing, whatever. But, uh, you know, SkyMed out now, Paramount Plus in the States and worldwide and in Canada, CBC uh, and CBC Gem. Check it out. Yeah, Yeah, this was great. Uh, Thank you for giving me a few minutes today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.